right, we can do this. Okay, here we go. You're not a shitty DM. <laughs> the D and D community oh. that you actually make a difference in the D and D community. They respect you. They respect me so much. <laughs> oh wait, hey, hey Jake. Jake. <laughs> oh hey Jake. Is my mic? Go oh, is your mic on? Is it no, live? That was hot, hot mic. Uh, no, wait, no, I wasn't. We were just seeing you were talking and I couldn't hear anything I, you were saying. Oh, good. I changed okay. the tape in there, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, well, with that, I'm um, just going to try and overcome my fears in, in bringing back the show today. It's been <gasps> two months. It's been 89 years. Yeah, yeah it feels like it's been a long time. So I don't know when, if you're, you may just be listening to this right after the last episode. Um, and if so, you know, great. But <laughs> there was a gap in between recording where we, we took a long break because of just life. And, uh, and now we're back. So this is here for the rolls. There was a lot going on, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all had lots of life things going on. Uh, but anyway, we're back. This is Descent into Avernus, Ooh. season two of Here for the Rolls. What better way to, to, to sort of jump back into this story than to, to do a full-fledged story so far recap that I wrote, and it, it felt like I was hammering out a college essay at the last minute because <laughs> um, it was long <laughs> it's a it's a little long but oh hell yeah it's gonna be uh hopefully get us in the right mindset to to go forward and make it so you guys can remember everything but first let's introduce our players i'm i'm jake i'm i am a dungeon master and i, I i'm a good dungeon master <laughs> you are oh yeah, yeah you are I, yeah yeah <laughs> All right, Tiank is over there. Uh, she plays right now. She's she's playing Isidore Bourne. Yes. We know her. We love her. Mm. She's not simple. <laughs> not anymore. No. She's a shadow sorceress drow. Yes. Half drow. Half drow. Level eight. Yes. That's correct. You know, some people are like clouds. When they disappear, it's a beautiful day. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Nate. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me again. Um, how does it feel it. to not have any power anymore since you DM'd the Halloween special? <laughs> I'm so glad, glad that you brought that up because <laughs> uh, I did shed some tears on the way over because I just can't have the power. Um, yeah. Now you listen to me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he can kill your character. Yeah, again. I already did. I already did. <laughs> not again. on purpose, but... <laughs> no, hey, welcome. He plays <laughs> Monroe Born, half drow, mm-hmm. paladin level six, mm-hmm. bard level one, and warlock <laughs> level one. <laughs> oh, the triple mul- class. The triple class, multi class for days. Um, yes, hello, my name is Monroe Born, uh, part of the Born siblings. And one time, Isidore locked me into a closet because I didn't share my cinnamon roll with her. Ah, oh, what a lovely memory. <laughs> You should have said cakes for days, glass for days. Well, now you can say that next time. <laughs> um, well, not, not anymore, because, you know, Kenneth over here just told me to say something. That's Kenneth's <laughs> intro line. <laughs> <laughs> and we go over to Kenneth, and he's he's played by Jake. He's hmm. He's gotten pretty pretty buff lately. Like, he's just... Kenneth? Uh, no, you. you. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, he's got some biceps <laughs> forming that are right starting there. to... <laughs> Listen, Trent's the bicep man, the gun yeah, master that's here. True. But that's true. Jake is creeping up. Uh, he can beat me up now. <laughs> but he plays another character that could beat me up, which is Varicose Ken, mm. a centaur barbarian level eight. <laughs> Unknown month, 1492 DR. Recently, I have gone through some interesting life decisions that have taken me to a far-off land with some strange people. I'm in hell. (laughs) (laughs) To put it shortly. (laughs) And figuratively, because these people are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Damn. Shit. But I figure I might as well sum up my my time that uh, that I've recently spent so much of. It's been awful. I died. <laughs> I came back. And now basically I worship the ground of this godly, not godly, devilly lady that I've never met. Sort of. <sighs> and I hope he wrote sigh in his journal. <laughs> and we'll see what the uh, what the future has. I really am enjoying my time, actually. This is a fun adventure, and I can't wait to uh, 
read back. This is Kenneth. <laughs> Excellent. Beautiful. I've missed those. I like that he started off with, this is hell, and we're <laughs> awful people. And then he's like, you know what, actually, I'm having a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> Trent, he's, he's here. He's still swaggy. He's got guns for days, and he's playing Galleon Gray. And Galleon Gray is a swashbuckling pirate rogue, level eight. Yeah, it's, it's your boy, Galleon Gray, back again with the phrase of the day. Today's phrase is, why are you hanging the jib? Oh! The jib? Hanging the jib. Hanging the jib. Hey, what's the matter, mate? Why are you hanging the jib? Your girl leave you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that the context? So we do we understand what legit in real means? life. I have gotten hit in the head with the jib and knocked off a boat, <laughs> and it was awesome. So do you, do you understand what hanging the jib means? So is it kind of like what, uh, why, why the long, long face? face? Is it like down yeah, the dumps? Like a frown? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why hang the jib? Why so sad, boy? Why, why you hang the jib? Okay. Like pirate, pirate speak. We got it. Yes. Okay. So this is it. Previously <laughs> on season two of Here for the Rolls. The story so far. Settle in. Story time. Yay. At the beginning of Season 2, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus, our new adventuring crew started out as recruits of the Flaming Fist mercenary group in the city of Baldur's Gate itself. Coming into this city, they were joined by waves of refugees who sought out Baldur's Gate for shelter as something terrible had happened to their home of El Terrell. It was revealed in a flashback that our guild of goons, as it were, came together on a mercenary contract. They were to kill a corrupt doctor named Hulk Thinster, who was performing gruesome experiments on living beings. On the job, they arrived just in time to save Ken from being a victim in one of these experiments, killing Thinster and joining forces with the centaur. Unfortunately, though, the evil doctor's experiments left Ken's ankles and legs stricken with dark varicose veins. <laughs> Now, back to present time. <laughs> what an origin story. <laughs> yep. When our new crew reported in with the Flaming Fist, they learned that the mercenary organization was spread thin. Their leader, Older Ravenguard, was missing after an expedition to El Terrell. Then, they were tasked with their first job, eliminating a murder cult from the streets of Baldur's Gate, Worshippers of the Dead Three, a trio of dark gods who wanted as much blood as possible to be spilled in the streets of the city. During their investigation, we learned that Isidore and Monroe Bourne were the children of Thalamra Van Thamper, a powerful duke of Baldur's Gate who is secretly funding the Dead Three cult. Along the way, Isidore and Monroe met three of their half-siblings and killed two of those three. They also befriended a Hellrider in training named Rhea, who decided to accompany yes. <laughs> the party so that she could learn the truth of what had happened to her city, El Terrell. Not long after eradicating most of the Dead Three cult, the Born siblings, along with their trusted allies Galleon and Ken, confronted their mother in, the, in her dungeon under Van Thamper Villa. Although Isidore wanted to reconnect with her mother and join forces, it was clear that Thalamra was too far gone, possessed by a greed and a thirst for power that consumed her entire being. They learned here that Thalamra was working with the High Overseer of El Terrell, Thavius Krieg, in a conspiracy to plunge both El Terrell and Baldur's Gate into Avernus, the first layer of the Nine Hells. They were doing so under the order and direction of the Archdevil of Avernus, Zeriel. By using the Cult of the Dead Three, along with an artifact called the Shield of the Hidden Lord, they aimed to spread as much corruption as quickly as possible through Baldur's Gate. So our guild of goons decided that they would put a stop to this, though, and had Rhea execute Thavius Creek, though she did so through tear-filled eyes. And then the Borns and their friends killed Thalamra Van Thamper. They left the villa in possession of the Shield of the Hidden Lord, a mysterious infernal puzzle box, and a scrappy thief named Falister Fisk they found in the dungeons. Next, the party collected their reward from, and pretty much gave the middle finger to, the Flaming Fist before leaving Baldur's Gate. Ooh, is good She's too. on my kill list. <laughs> from here, they would follow Falister Fisk's recommendation of meeting with a sage named Silvira Savikas at the Fortress Candlekeep. And meet with Silvira they did after parting ways with Falister, after he got spooked when a group called the Knights of the Shield attacked the party in a failed attempt to steal back the Shield of the Hidden Lord. At Candlekeep, the beautiful red tiefling sage helped our party learn the truth 
She opened the infernal puzzle box, revealing that inside was a contract that Thavius Krieg had made with Zeriel. A contract that would keep his city Elturel protected for 50 years, but then after the 50 years were up, would condemn Elturel to be plunged down into Avernus. Sylvira then made arrangements to send the Guild of Goons, along with Rhea and a golden holyfont named Lulu, down into Avernus to see if they could save the city of Elturel. A wizard in the form of an otter cast plane shift to send them down there because D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy otter too. Yeah. He's a pervy otter. <laughs> Upon arriving in the center of El Terrell, they looked over the edge of the city to see that the entire place was hovering a few hundred feet above the surface of Avernus, attached by massive infernal chains that were slowly dragging it closer to the black river sticks below. Here, their new companion, the Hollyfont Lulu, began to get some of her memories back. It wasn't clear how Lulu tied into all this, only that she seemed to be an important figure in the story of Zeriel and Avernus. On the banks of said river sticks, a thunderous, massive battle between devils and demons was also happening in what seemed like perpetuity. Lightning bolts and fiery comets struck the buildings of El Terrell, and devils and demons prowled the streets, looking to enslave any survivors. The GOG fought their way through the city to the High Hall Cathedral, where they met a group of survivors led by an acolyte named Feria Jinx, trying her best. Feria told the party that a man matching the description of older Ravenguard had been there recently, but had headed to the cemetery in search of a holy artifact called the Helm of Torm's Sight. You guys remember in all this? Yes. yes. Now I am. Jazz and some memories? Yes. Uh, so they headed to the cemetery where they met a fallen priest of Torm named Gideon Lightward. Ah, Gideon. Who was there fighting demons that were pouring through a portal underneath the cemetery. The party headed down underneath the mausoleum to find the man with the golden helm on his head. Not Gideon, uh, a different man. Uh, fighting mental battles between light and dark. So they killed some minotaurs that poured through the portal and then escaped with the helmed man. Returning to the high, th the high Hall Cathedral, they removed the helm with the help of Rhea's ritual and learned that the man was, in fact, Older Ravenguard. The subsequent conversation helped both Lulu and Ravenguard connect, connect some dots on what happened. Both Lulu and Ravenguard seemed very confident that, they, that the key to saving Elturel and changing everything was in the sword of Zeriel. And that Lulu, along with a Hellrider called Yale, plunged the sword into a rock and conjured a huge alabaster fortress around it called the Bleeding Citadel. This was to protect the sword from a huge archdemon named Yinogu, who hated Zeriel and wanted to destroy the sword. So that was their next goal. Descending down from Elturel to the surface of Avernus in search of the sword, and more answers and unlocked memories. They left Ravenguard to defend the survivors at the High Hall, where Rayoff also felt she needed to stay. Saying their goodbyes, they then headed to the edge of the city. That's sad. Uh, here, Isidore cast Featherfall on the party, sparing them the danger of trying to climb down the massive chains. <laughs> so their feet and hooves touched down on the red, rocky surface. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we have to go here through it, it this here next it <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> of Avernus, where the epic war between devils of Zeriel and demons pouring from the river Styx raged. It was here that something came over Ken, and he was unable to resist the pounding of battle rage in his heart. He charged into the fray, garnering the attention of over a dozen devils, including the terrifying pit fiend Lucille. Galleon nobly rushed in to try and save his friends, but then they were both cut down quickly as the Born Twins and Lulu hid behind a large rock, refusing to take part in this pointless skirmish. Nope. <laughs> Do it again, too. <laughs> Thanks. So <would> I. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thanks to a potion of invisibility that Ken had been saving, he was able to grab Galleon and escape the battle. From there, the Guild of Goons headed west for Fort Knucklebone, a place that was significant to Lulu, even though she couldn't remember why. So, making their way across the desolate hellscape, they finally made it to Fort Knucklebone. After enduring some pranks from the red-capped guards, they were granted entrance. Here, they met the leader of the impressive encampment, Mad Maggie. Oh. A decorated warlord of Avernus, mm. only, and, and an owner of a couple dozen infernal war machines. A hell babe. <laughs> you just make yummy noises? I do. And mommy to all. <laughs> she's stinky, though. <laughs> she's, she's definitely a stinky mommy. She's a stinky mommy. 
<laughs> yeah, but I didn't have to sleep with her to get the war machine, so we're That's good. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so they earned the trust of Maggie by accomplishing tasks around the fort, and in exchange, she performed a ritual that helped unlock even more of Lulu's memories. As you all helped Lulu navigate her memory dreamscape, she finally pushed through and remembered the general location of the Bleeding Citadel. It was due north, she remembered, and so it was time to leave the fort. As an additional thanks and a retainer of loyalty, Maggie gifted you all with your own infernal war machine, which you named the Doom Goon. Galleon took the helm as everyone grabbed another station, and the engines roared as you barreled off into the hellscape once more. Live, live laugh, love, love, baby! <laughs> Every time we bring that up, that's what goes live, through laugh, my love. head. We really need to paint that. Uh, we should. Those I know, war we machines. do. We do. <laughs> we should do that. So it didn't take long for a rival gang of Maggie, led by a wereboard named Raga Draga, to chase you down and try and take the Doom Goon. What a putz. <laughs> what a putz. <laughs> Raga Daga, okay. <laughs> a full Mad Max battle broke out, and you guys were victorious, ultimately leading the rival war machine to plunge off a cliff and explode. It was badass. <laughs> it, was really cool. it, was in, it was a really cool session. Probably won't be the last war machine Ooh. battle. <laughs> Uh, soon after not. this, though, Lulu guided you to a large hill with strange spiked metal trees ascending upward toward the peak of the hill, where an impressively large statue of Zeriel towered. She felt the significance about this place, as vague as that was, but you trusted Lulu and set to climbing the hill. Uh-oh. At the I peak... Didn't. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. she crossed us. Don't trust her. Oh, she didn't. I just don't remember. Don't trust her. Why are, you, why are you always sticking up for her? Because she's my love. <laughs> she's my baby. <sighs> Actually, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> At the peak, you met Jander Sunstar, a former Hellrider turned vampire who was impaled on a metal spike. He told you that this was his punishment for betraying Zeriel when he and his Hellriders retreated back to the material plane, abandoning her without telling her. Uh, that was a long time ago. He told you the man who doled out this justice was named Haramon, also a former Hellrider who remained steadfast to Zeriel and was granted untold dark power for his loyalty. Harambe. Saruman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harambe. It's when Harambe and Saruman meet. It's Haramon. <laughs> the party decided to lift Jander from his spike, granting him peace and rest, finally. I thought but it was a bad idea. Yeah, I think that was my idea. Yeah, so Tilly, you're, you're the true killer. That's <laughs> fair. This got the attention of Haramon himself, who at this point calmly walked out to greet them. Haramon was terrifying. A towering plate-armored death knight wielding a huge fiery greatsword, orange glowing eyes piercing from behind his spiky black helmet. He sentenced the party to death for interfering in freeing Jander, and a battle broke out. Haramon fought with an unsettling calmness, even though the party started out the fight strong. Things turned rather quickly, though, as Haramon would not go down. He continued to slash and strike fear into hearts, and eventually cut both Monroe and Ken down, nearly doing the same to Isidore. As Galleon grabbed Isidore and bolted back toward the Doomgoon out of desperation, Haramon plunged his blade into Monroe and Ken again, killing them both. Also, during the fight, Lulu was snatched up by a pack of hell wasps and flown away to the north. In the aftermath, a haze of grief and confusion, Galleon and Isidore followed strange, wispy tendrils to the river Styx, where it seemed Monroe and Ken's souls were heading for their final destination. In a panicked desperation, Isidore followed her brother's soul into the river Styx, cursing herself with feeble mind. <laughs> and so began simple Isidore. Rip. And it was everyone's birthday from that point on. <laughs> Happy birthday. Anyway, I had to pull her out Happy of the thing. damn yeah. river sticks. Actually, that's where okay came from, okay. which is still used to this day. Haramon, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Haramon followed them there on his nightmare and approached Galleon again, offering him a deal. If Galleon would sign a contract giving Monroe and Ken's souls over to Zeriel, he would allow them to Haramon would allow them to continue living. Not knowing what else to do, Galleon took the deal and signed his name into the back of a strange flesh slave that Haramon conjured. <laughs> flesh gimp. Yeah, to serve as a, See as a slave. A, a little gimp. He literally used his back skin to like write the contract on. That's hot. 
<laughs> I want that. No, no, you don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back at Haramon's Hill, the Death Knight honored his word, using unexplained hellish magic to resurrect Monroe and Ken. When they came back, though, they would never be the same. Dun, dun, dun. Ken's horse features took on those of a nightmare, and his human Ooh. half got pale, his varicose veins growing even more dark and pronounced. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Monroe's eyes turned a solid black, and his hair changed also, right? Yeah, so his uh, the white wisp turned into black wisp. On oh, his yeah, that's right. Okay. So those two were now followers of Zeriel, bound by an undeniable love for the Archdevil whose magic gave them the chance to live again. Now, their next orders of business were to cure Isidore of her feeble mind and to save Lulu from the Hell Wasps. With Maggie's help, they were able to track down the wandering Emporium, run by a mysterious and shady man named Mahadi, who treated them to a fancy dinner and a spa day. Of course, he didn't mention that it would all cost soul coins and the party didn't have enough to pay, so he bound them to yet another infernal contract. If they didn't pay their debt to him, he'd simply absorb their souls and gift them to Osmodius. At the Emporium, they also met a woman who seemed to be a dragon in disguise and had some important mission involving Tiamat. Mahadi then gifted them a scroll of greater restoration included with their bill, and thus Isidore was restored. So they left the Wandering Emporium and stormed the Hell Wasp Nest to the north, rescuing Lulu and burning the massive Morbid Hive to the ground. Lulu apologized for leading them to Haramon's Hill and promised to never do something like that again. As far as how to reach the Bleeding Citadel, she remembered two possible pathways. The Path of Demons, or the Path of Devils. The Guild of Goons elected to travel the Path of Devils, and that is where our adventure resumes. With less than half of this tale remaining, there are still many questions to be answered. So let's go. Oh. Uh, we're back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, bitches. Hell so yeah. we just like, camera opens on just a, a, a cold open to just you guys sighing. No, no more bugs, honestly. Here's our Airbnb. Airbnb. Are uh. you still wearing the bee carcass? Oh, yes. Mm. All right. So, Galleon, uh, yeah, if you don't take care of that uh, if, uh, uh, carcass, it's all well and good if you wear that um, to gain extra armor and whatever. But uh, if you don't do something, it's going to rot and you're going to get jaundice or gonorrhea or something. Uh, well, <laughs> that's real, real uh, thoughtful of you there, uh, Lulu, but I don't really care. <laughs> oh, don't as far as I already have those things. Oh, oh, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> you do have pretty, your skin has a yellow tint to it. It's, that's it's racist, just, Lulu. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, sorry. Yes, it's mine. Very racist, and it's actually just bee guts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I would just say that the AC, the bonus that you get from it, will probably decrease over time, but. Do you, are you an expert in these matters now? Yeah, I'm pretty. I know, I know my armor. All right. yeah. I've seen a lot of armor. She has a natural 18, so I think she would know her armor. Mm. Yeah, oh, thank you, Monroe. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Hi, Lily. I could um, <laughs> I could potentially uh, mummify it for you, and that would preserve it. Can you, you know how Can to mummify, mummify things? Oh, yes. I was a history professor. I'm sure I know these <laughs> oh, things. But didn't you, like, fail at history? Nobody said that. Well, I'll <laughs> say you can do that if you spend money to, uh, to get the supplies and you pass a... Oh, I don't care that much. <laughs> I mean, if it would get you a permanent set of armor, but... Oh. <laughs> Bee armor? Bee armor. <laughs> and I'll say if oh. you can successfully mummify it, it could maybe give some sweet... Other bonuses too. Mama oh, five. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Is that oh, that's my line? <laughs> Is it though? So Lulu's also like, yeah. Also, I I feel like shit. Listen, I you guys. No, it's okay. You, you left me like for so long. Ooh. I I what you left me for days. You left a, or you uh, led us into a trap. So I mean, you know, Bearsies. A little bit calling the 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 kettle black, but you know. You know, we we tried our hardest to get to you. We just first of all did not know where you went as and also I me and Kenneth did perish in that time frame. So I think we were we, yeah. we were trying to figure out some stuff before we no, came. I'm sure you weren't you. just resting and and shopping and stuff. No, sure. no. We, were <laughs> held up. we would never be held up. We, we just had to get our strength back and uh, come full fighting for you. So, uh, well, I'm just glad that you came. And again, I'm so sorry for everything that happened at the hill. I just can't even, can't even believe it. You guys died and maybe we're back. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's still your oh, fault, but thanks yes. to the beautiful 
beautiful, uh, wonderful power of. Isn't she amazing? Oh, honestly, I just wait. I wonder mm-hmm. what's going to happen when we face her. What? Uh, well, we'll kill her. That's what we'll do. Well, I. But these two serve her now. Hey, yeah, I, well, I can we'll stand by. Do you, well, Lulu, since you've had experience down here in hell before, is there a way to get out of, a, of an eternal con of a you know infernal contract? There are ways, yes, but I think you have to convince the owner of the contract to do so. We can't just burn it. Yeah, can't just like kill a flesh golem. We find that slave. But, but at the, the same time, <laughs> both of you, you are alive because of her energy. That's correct. And if you so, if you were to break the contract, it could kill you. Or if we kill her. Or if we just make an additional contract, but she doesn't own our souls. Yes, but Seems. I don't know. Your souls run through her, is what I'm trying to say. Kinky. Do you understand? <laughs> yes. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just thinking about the future. I don't know what's going to happen when we do find the sword, and it all just seems really overwhelming. Oh, Lulu, don't hang the jib. I mean, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Lulu, stop being such a minger. <laughs> Listen, I don't appreciate slurs, <laughs> and I just... Slurs. Could somebody slurs. please just... Well, no, I, I'd say at this point you guys are at a camp and yeah, you guys definitely have bandaged her up. and Yeah, I've healed her up he, a bunch. Healed her up. and I, I put the bee suit You've on been her. resting for <laughs> like three days, just like getting your bearings. I have my rug laid out all nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe not three days. That's quite a while. Maybe yeah. just like a full day. Okay. You've yeah. been resting since the, the, inci- the, the bee incident. I just snuggle <laughs> yeah, her while she sleeps and just holding on to her. I'm like, my baby. Yeah, Just singing lullabies to her. Yes. Yeah, you got a little. You don't even need a fire because it's wind. constantly hot and shitty in Avernus. <laughs> hot and shitty. I love it. Yeah, and you guys really like. It's one of those moments where you realize like you could just use a fucking shower. You're like it's We're all just stinky as hell. Just covered in all sorts of shit. Not I love it. bathed in who knows how. Well, you did bathe at the. Oh, yeah. River Spa, sticks. right? Yeah, like she go to the river sticks. And get- <laughs> I did say in the river sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a a bath that comes with free dementia. Yeah, <laughs> washed that, away everything on the house. <laughs> yeah, oof. So yeah, so Lulu's like, well, I'm I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, I still kind of feel like shit, but I I could continue on if you guys want to. I think that's probably the best goal to go now and just find this place. Very well. And we, you know, we've never really discussed what our end goal is. I've never expressed that I would like to kill Zeril, so. That's also true. What would you like to do with her? Well, talk to her. Gain her trust. Gain her brain a little. Like, honestly, I think about, you know, she technically hasn't done anything bad to me. She's only given me, you know, life. Uh, Maybe her her servants have hurt me, but we can't blame her for that. How did she? Oh. She did pull an entire city down into hell. I respect her so much. I mean, she's showing off her power, so I feel like I'm alone here. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a boner for Raya still, so it's like honestly, what the? Why would you bring <laughs> Raya up right now? Really? It, I'm sorry. Is it still fresh? No, I mean, why? She, no, she didn't do anything. Uh oh. Galleon's getting up in Monroe's face. <laughs> what the hell? Oh no! It's fine. You can back off, guy. I just, I was just saying, like. I, was she that great? She is an angel. <laughs> was, well, <laughs> was she that great of a person? I like mean, she didn't really she do was that much. There. Was she? I mean, I she mean, was there, battle. but it was forgettable. And also, she, wasn't she like seventeen? Like we wouldn't have made young. it this far without her. Well, we, uh, she didn't really do much, honestly. Excuse- <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Just- Raya, remember her? Kim, mm. tell him, exactly. Tell him. <laughs> I think we're on the same page here. Like Raya oh, was the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she jumped into the boat after we uh, exactly were on the boat, and me and Galleon did that sweet party trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should out to sea. <laughs> yes, that was a good time. But honestly, like more, we didn't even invite her to stay with us. She kind of just like she was kind of a, like person that just hung around. Oh my god. Yeah, you know that person who's just there and they don't <laughs> stop lingered. being there, and you're like, why are you still here? Oh, We've like insulted the... you so much. She doesn't read the room that well. No. <laughs> How quickly you forget. Mm. I've, I don't know if it's she... us who have forgotten. <laughs> she did a lot for I us. I think you're blinded by your second head, honestly. Like, it's... <laughs> What's that mean? Blinded <laughs> like, by your second it's head. Like a, hi- like a Hydra? Yeah, kind of like a Hydra. Like Tiamat? 
Well, I don't know what you're working with, but it could be like a team. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just feel like you know, you've painted a picture of Ray in your head that is vastly different from from what everyone else thinks too. Everyone. I mean, yes. I mean really. it's infatuation, probably. Oh, it could be let Lulu. Yeah, do you even really she, know her? She risked her life for us many times. Let me ask you, <laughs> why exactly did you decide to go down into hell, Galleon? Was it because uh, Rhea wanted to? Well, I mean, no. No, no of course not. We, did, we met her after. No, you didn't. No. Did we? We met on the Yeah, you've plane. never really told us, Galleon. Why, yeah. why did you come? You don't have any... Uh, steak in Elturel, do you? Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you'd call it steak, but um, but yeah. So, I mean, now that you've asked, I come from the Fey as well. Oh, and um, what? Yes. What? What part? Fey Wild. Oh, that is. That's Fey Wild. It's <laughs> Fey crazy. You guys cringe. Uh, a just. <laughs> Like, Lulu, no. I shudder so aggressively. I'm just like Lulu, like no. I touch. I touch. I'm like no, just, no. Shh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah. Just rest. Just rest. So, go back you, to bed. Now you can stay, Lulu. <laughs> I like your commentary. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm from the Fey. Um, you know, I live on the material plane, but that's where I'm from. So I'm sort of, you know, Dual feel obligated to. Mm -hmm help out and there just happens to be a war going on there and uh oh i was helping out my mate uh little brisket oh no, prince orin sorry what <laughs> yeah. you know prince orin well yeah we're like mates. i thought he was like long lost well i mean he's in he's in the face so i mean it's everything's kind of lost there you know oh i mean Is you know back? right wait so well, last time i left the fae prince orin was nowhere to be found when did you leave the fair? A long time ago. Well, there you have it. <laughs> oh, wow. But Interesting. What exactly does a war in the fair have to do with going down into hell? Well, yes. I mean, funny you would ask. Um, I wasn't exactly up front with you why I was going along with this mm. mission. And, no, it's um, not really a surprise. I don't I think mean, any of us have been truly up front with each other. So <laughs> are you not really, definitely not. Are you not really a pirate? Uh, well, no, of course I am. Look at me. Okay, okay that's oh. what I thought. Too. So, look, did you not see the hat? Oh, I saw the hat. The that's why I was concerned. He it up and <laughs> it winks. <laughs> what, do, what hat? The one you mean? The one that I am wearing? He has another one on. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's my second. Oh. <laughs> Back up. I still look dang good in it. Uh, but anyway, so there have been um, there's some portals been opening in the Fey, and demons are just pouring in, and we we barely even kept off the last run and. And uh, Prince Orn asked me if I would uh, sneak on in here and see if I could find the uh, the source the source of this. So uh, now hmm. that we're all uh, you know mates, real tight, like I figure, you know, maybe you could help. I I respect you. I've got to say, I respect you significantly more now that I know it wasn't just because of some forgettable girl that you're down here. I mean, are you talking about Raya again? She's what? Who? Who again? Feta? It's hmm? like um, <laughs> it's like Arrested Development. Her? Yeah. <laughs> really? Her? Who? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. She's Listen, just like uh, Anne. I, I know yeah. she wasn't like you know she may have tripped up a bit, but I mean she's she's young and she was definitely trying. I, I get it, but you know. Anyway, wait. If you're from the Fey, that means you're like thousands of years old, aren't you? Well, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't say because time is works different. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of lost track. I, I mean, but you said you've been living on the material plane for a while. Uh, correct. That mm. is uh, where my uh, my parents live. Oh, parents are still living. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought I'm mean, still alive. I'm a high elf. You know, we kind of that's true. Tend to stick around <laughs> yeah, for I, a bit. I forgot sure. about that. See, well, Lulu's just like sucking up some salty, dirty water with her trunk and just spitting it out. Well, <laughs> you good? You good there, Lulu? Is it spicy? <laughs> spicy. <laughs> She's just in the background doing that. <laughs> she goes to do her nose too much. Like, you hear her coughing in the background. As I, had, I lean over to Monroe and I'm like, I fear you put far too much trust into the strange elephant being. Uh, but she's cute. Is she? Yes. I don't like her. I so, you don't, Ken, <laughs> can, can I ask yeah. you, um, you said that Oren was missing last you were there. But yeah. He, obviously, I spoke with him, so. 
Oh, geez. It's been so many years, hundreds of years since I've been in the Fae. And uh, whew, I don't know. I just remember that uh, the queen was looking for Orin and, and could never quite find him. Uh, she stumbled across uh, some sort of way to potentially, you know, like see where he was or something like that. I, geez, I, I wasn't really that involved. And it was so long ago that I don't remember that much, but I just remember he was missing and uh, nobody knew where he was. So now we know Galleon's reason for being here, but Ken, why did you decide to come down into hell? Oh, I've told you all many times before, and uh, I didn't lie when I said that I was craving a new adventure. Here we In are. In hell? You just hit I mean, for the same, giggles. I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you all remember, a few days ago I had a little bit of a... Breakdown? Breakdown uh, <laughs> crisis, and uh, well, you know, I'm... Just a, a man who's writing down history. And um, why? what has led you to travel quite so much? Seems like you flit from place to place. I haven't found the place that uh, I want to plant my roots. Fair enough. Except That's... for that time when you guys got lost, uh, you and your family, and you're just like, well, <laughs> let's just make a new home here. <laughs> I forgot about that. that I was but a wee lad. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll live here now. Yeah. <laughs> so in your time of being professors at various places, you never found one that stuck that you wanted to stay? You know, in a way, uh, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yep, that's true. That is, is true. Mm-hmm. I never found one that uh, I, you know, could stay at. That you could stay at or that you wanted to <laughs> stay at? I don't think at. we should read into my choice of vocabulary. <laughs> you know what? We're here. We're in hell. We've been through a lot. Two of us have died. Might as well just dig our heels in, no? Uh, I don't have a heel. Yeah, sure you can you heal. Do. I can pull back on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be digging my hooves heel. in. Hoof. Can you say hoof? Horse heel. <laughs> so, uh, you know, actually, Ken, I would really love to see your resume someday because I do <laughs> not know how you keep getting hired at these prestiged, you know, universities and cannot hold the job. I don't think I'd word it like that. I would say that uh, I just found out that me and the university were not a fit for each other. Did so. you find that out or did they find you. that out? <laughs> we both found that out together. <laughs> but how do you guys know that about him? Do you know? They, you, we opened read, the diary. Yeah, we read his journal. Yeah, read his his journal. journal. <laughs> last episode. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's no secret. Yes, we departed ways and it wasn't my choice. And um, we'll leave it at that. And Have you thought about pursuing something outside the realm of education? You're quite good with that axe. Hmm, I am. That's, yes. That is why. That's why I have it because I, I think <laughs> I'm I'm developing a, a certain proclivity for this axe as well. Ah, good word. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an English teacher. S A T word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Hmm? Hmm? What? What? Sorry. But as many have told me, I am just only ever slightly tolerable. So I will move on and uh, just Can write I've, down history. I've grown to tolerate you, and that's it, quite the a hat? lot from me. It's no, the hat. It, the it? hat actually decreased it a little for oh, me. That's not true. It look is. at it. No, she's, bl- she's blushing. He started out a manga, and now look at him. He's almost. Not quite the jib. Well, is he? Is that right? right? No, it's not right. (laughs) Well, is he? I do have a profound amount of, uh, what do I call it? Uh, Minor respect for you. Enough a profound that, amount of minor <laughs> respect. I like that. Yes. Um, that will prevent me from disliking you or killing you, but uh, <laughs> you try. Uh, I, 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 do t- I will take your advice with a, a large amount of salt. <laughs> Thank you. It's quite salty. A whole yeah. handful of salt. I feel, I feel that we have a, um, a similar view on our kinship, and I respect that greatly. Mm. Yes. As long as you don't continue to run into battles, you know, without thinking about it properly, I will respect you Monroe, as well. Monroe, I would like just like to point out that you're like what, fifteen? I'm eighteen. We're eighteen. You? <laughs> you're eighteen years old, and I'm but you, you know, almost a thousand. Right, Ken? They're and just babies. I feel like <laughs> they're just little babies. <laughs> little babies. <laughs> oh, baby. Born babies. I am not a baby. <laughs> you know, I feel <laughs> born baby. <laughs> I high five. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> born baby. I think Ken's age has changed multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like two, just 250 or something he like forgot. that. Yeah, it's the dementia. I didn't know what to say when you asked <laughs> I honestly don't know. I've I've forgotten it, how yeah, many times I've said it. I don't think he was a, 
I think he was like two or three hundred. I think yeah. at this, yeah, he just doesn't know anymore. He just just says numbers and they and, come out. And you know, I might be young, but I feel like, and like you, yes, you know, you have that, that number above me, but I feel like experience and age not go hand in hand. That's, that's true. not true. And that also backs up my point just a little bit. I said it does not go hand in hand. So how does it back up your point? Because uh, I, I have more experience <laughs> and more age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless. Well, more experience being fired. God bless. Um, Regardless, though, I do have respect for you both, and I appreciate you in our little adventuring party, our guild of goons, as Mm. we call ourselves. Yes. And uh, I am very happy to be on this journey with you all. I do journal about you all very, very much. Oh, we know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I hope someday somebody will find some wisdom in it. As they read. You know, actually, I like that you have the journal because you're kind of also telling, like, my story as well. How do you know that? Just for me, you know, you leave it out sometimes when you're asleep and... <laughs> no, I don't. Pages blow in Pages, the wind. Exactly, you know. I've never left it out. I put it away in my saddlebags. Oh, that's where he kept it last time, was a saddlebag. That's, okay, well... <laughs> couldn't find it. Yeah, saddlebags. Um, <laughs> well, saddlebags. I, I, I feel like he titles his journal... Like the whole thing. Yeah. The Book of Kenneth. The Book of Kenneth. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, volume 24. <laughs> There's so many. I would very much like to read the others. Yes, well, it, it, um, I, I plan on uh, submitting them for publishing when I'm dead. Please do so. But I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm basically dead right now. I've died and we're in hell. So I mean, I, at this point, yeah, go ahead. Read. Read all you want. <gasps> then a huge explosion mm. you guys hear. <gasps> oh. And you, like I'll whip your heads to the left and just ah! like a mile <laughs> away, that. like in the distance, you'd see a volcano just... <laughs> Lovely. Bunch of smoke and lava. <laughs> Casual. It's quite terrifying down here. And Lulu's like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, never get used to this place. Listen, hey, come up this ridge. Follow me. Oh, great. We've heard oh, this one follow before. You. <laughs> yes, we'd love to do that. What kind of hell Guys, would you like to listen, put us into second now? Chances, second chances. If you're not going to trust me, then let's just part ways now. No. But without me, all right. Where? what do you know? Where are you going to go? Down uh, here. I, I haven't questioned you, Lulu, so I, I'm with you. I just, you left me almost for dead, and now you're, I'm just getting sassed by Isidore, okay. and I'm just getting... <laughs> oh, no. I, I know you're getting triggered. I'm so sorry, but you can't keep bringing up that we, we left you. That's going to be a, a toxic trait, honestly, in the well, future. Well, because, you well, listen, it cancels each other out, really, if you want to play that game. No, we I just want to... for dead. You pulled us into death. <laughs> Two of us died. One of us became feeble in the mind. Let's just be companions. Okay, yes. Let's just put Absolutely. it all behind us. Let us shake hands and agree to look past it. No more talk of leaving for dead, dying, or whatever. Oh, hang in the chip. Uh, she just puts her trunk in your hand. <gasps> I shake and it. I shake. Yeah, we all shake her trunk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Just. Okay. Follow me up the ridge. Okay, let's go. There's just this rocky sort of, you guys were encamped at the base of this rocky ridge, and you can climb up it, and sort of it's looking out over it. You just see the vast hellscape again, lightning crackling in the sky. But then she's like, look, over there to the north, about a few miles. Can you see that huge structure? Yes. And you see... Radiant light cascading from a, a rusted metal monument shaped like the upraised mandibles of a giant beetle. And she goes, that's a major landmark. One that I definitely remember. We need to head that direction. It's, I think the thing was, they called it the Demon Zapper. Ken, write that down in your journal. Demon Zapper. I'm <laughs> sketching a picture. Two peas. <laughs> Is it the Mordor-looking thing? On the middle right, you can see those two, like... Oh, yeah, like, it's the like Mordor. The it's the Eye yeah. of Sauron. Yeah. This, yeah. Like, yeah. So why, why do they call tower. it that, Lulu? Um, well, once we get a little close, uh, you'll see. All right, yeah. should we go back to the, the Dune Goon and uh, drive Climb over there? Come in, everyone. Let's yes. get shotgun. out of here. <laughs> They're all shotgun. I'm okay. just kidding. I only fit in one spot anyway. How many more hours do you guys have in the probably 66 hours? Un- unlimited amount, basically. We have unlimited. Yeah, right now we have 66 hours okay. left. I neglected so, to tell coin. you all that uh, I now possess the uh, capability to pay off our contract. Oh. oh. That's nice. That's nice. And we should go do that sometime. That's all. Yeah. Very well. Okay. We can go. Was it paying it back or was it doing him favors? Do I think remember? it's too late to pay him back. Am I right? It was just to do God favors. Up above. Yeah, the, the deal was that since you couldn't pay, 
he could call on you for any favor. For any favor, that's right. Uh, yes. At any time, and you'd have oh, to, to do just it. just have so, to sit and wait. Darn. Just keep those on you. Yep. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not too far from, like, the wreckage and the burned husk of the, the ashes yes. of the Airbnb, as we, we called it. set up camp next to it. It's like watching this. Now that's <laughs> yeah. a born burn. A nice one, sister. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, this strange metal tower is off in the distance uh, quite far, but it's big enough that you can see it from all the way over here if you get up high. And so um, probably take you 30 minutes or so. 30 minutes in the Doom Goon? Okay. Yep. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. I slam it into gear and floor it. Okay. So, yeah, we get this beautiful Mad Max cinematic drone shot of just this the Doom Goon barreling through the desert at 70 miles an hour. and Nice. There's just all this red dust coming up, trail of red dust behind. And yeah, you guys are on the road once again. We're blaring tunes. Blaring. Wish you would step back from that. <laughs> oh that's the tune that we're blaring. Monroe is farting that up. Oh, yeah, no. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Wish you down the front. It's even better with his black oh. eyes. <laughs> yeah, I let my hair down. It's like he's going full. Do some my nine chemical. inch nails, I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have Creed next on the set list. No. So. Oh no! <laughs> You're just working out your bark set list. <laughs> yes, my chemical Monroe man. Yes, <laughs> yes. Teenage. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't take you long, um, but you guys pull up, and Lulu's like, "Stop here, Galleon! Stop here!" I slam on the brakes. Like, I power, like, pull up the emergency <laughs> brakes, so I slide. All right, yes. a perfect slide, yeah. and it's just a bunch of dust. Yeah, what's that, Lulu? shoots up in the air. And she's like, look, watch. And now you see this huge structure, just so tall. So it's about 100 feet up. And as you get closer, you see this bright light cascading from, like, at the top that's like these two claw sort of things, like, like it said, like, beetle's mandible. And in the middle, there's this, like, bright orb of light. And the light, you can tell now that you're this close, is cascading from a unicorn <gasps> who is trapped inside a 10-foot diameter sphere of magical force what that prevents... Oh, fuck. That's so cool. <laughs> prevents any matter from passing into it. It's like this, like, weird light shield that it's trapped in. That's cool. Then you guys are just watching, and then Lulu's like, just wait. Just watch. Uh, and the on. river sticks is... Uh, so are we all? I picture us all just kind of sitting on top of the doom. Just like we're watching applesauce. fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're a, like a, a couple hundred yards away, and also you're a, along the banks of the river sticks again. I forgot to say this tower juts into the river sticks. That's kind of nice. Lulu's just like keep watching. Popcorn, anyone? Yes, please. Where'd you get that? Yeah. And she, she, found she, it. She goes. It's in the doom goon. Watch, the unicorn. It lures them. And then you you see a part of the river stick start to bubble and sort of like spit as it does when the demons start to come out of it. And like a few demons start crawling out, just crawling along the banks. And as they get close to this large structure with, and you can see they're going straight for this orb of light. It's like luring them like moths to a flame. All of a sudden you hear this like, and the sphere targets the group of demons and it discharges a beam of radiance that just goes <laughs> and laser <laughs> annihilates. It's turns like them to ash. War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead. Gone. Oh, wow. Like this huge laser beam. See you, Mingus. And it leaves Damn. like this like black gash in the earth. And you see there's a bunch of those black gashes around this area. Um, so, Lulu, there... These um, these mangas are attracted to that uh, unicorn up there. Yes, the devils it are real? using it as bait. I think. Oh, it's a real unicorn. Yeah, I think so. Ken, do you know it? No. Ken, I've seen this. I've seen the devils do things like this. They they capture something that that the demons couldn't resist to to feed on, and and it lures them, and then they just she destroys them with this weapon. Is that only for demons, or is it like if we approach, will we also get lasered? It's only for demons. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, yes, good for them. Resourceful. So, Lou, Very resourceful. why don't you fly up there and uh, let let it, the, the unicorn out? Why? Uh, I I don't think I could do that. We'd have to destroy the whole structure. All right, let's do it. Why? You want oh, to? Ramming speed. <laughs> 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 we ramming. No. 
Well, I don't know. Why would we mess with it? We have could, better you, things that would to do. Be fucking crazy. <laughs> 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 just like barely towards it, but that also risks like destroying. I don't, don't want to ruin. Yeah, the, the ruin the doom goon. Yeah, uh, most perpetual would damage the doom goon for sure. Uh, we do have weapons on it that we could fire at yeah. it. But so that's a magical shield. I'm I'm assuming around the unicorn. Uh, the the unicorn shielded yes, but the tower is it's just a metal tower. Is there like a structure inside of the tower? Is it just is she just being you know? I think it's just it's enchanted metal just there. Oh, I mean, we could try to, to like shoot the base of it and get it down. Uh, I mean, I mean, why? Can I, unicorns fly? Because it's here. I don't know. I'm bored. <laughs> unicorns are powerful. Uh, yeah, we, it, it could. Be, and it could help us if I'll we help it. it. Oh, I've always us. wanted a unicorn friend. Can it give us things? Wishes. It gives us wishes if we. If Is we that save true, it. or you just uh, wish a uh, hopeful I, wish? Sticks. Oh, I start sure going simple again. Did you have a stroke? <laughs> it's okay. The recovery Happy is birthday. tough. Happy birthday. <laughs> it starts raining. Oh, no. Listen, if this unicorn can do something for me, then sure, I'm in. Otherwise, I don't give a shit. I, I just imagine it would be grateful. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe oh. she could get rid of our... Gratitude our, doesn't pay the bills, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she could get rid of our um, infernal contracts if she's that powerful. I ah, see. Now you're so. talking. Well, that's a bit... I don't know. Oh, am I reaching for straws now, Lulu? Well... <laughs> Is that too much? I don't know. <laughs> sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry for that outburst. No, it's, it's all right, Monroe. I just, I'm sorry. I love you. I, I hope that you know that. Now you know how Raya felt, Lulu. I consider you a best friend. <laughs> it's okay, Monroe no. starts crying. <laughs> I don't have emotions. No, um, no. Yeah, we're, we're best friends. I love that. All right. Yeah, me too. So what do we want to do? I mean, the Doom Goon definitely packs enough punch to take this thing down let's i said you, do want, it. you want to ram it let's let's not ram it but we can shoot at it. i've got my lightning cannon charged yeah all right let's uh charge it up let's hit it so are you guys pulling up yeah all right yeah. so how how do you kind of get it in position and everything i drive the doom goon oh, up yeah. close enough it within range of our our ranged weapon okay and um you know if you guys have any spells you want to throw at it yeah. Let's well, take a quick break. Perfect. All right. So in TTRPGs, characters die. It happens. We hope it doesn't happen, but when it does, you can at least rest assured that you can both honor your fallen and whip up a new tune quickly using the Reroll Character Creation app. Reroll allows you to create and customize all your characters with a wide array of armor and equipment, all in amazing pixel art. You can export them as PNGs for use in online TTRPG platforms and cultivate a collection of characters right on your phone. Check out Reroll on the App Store today and use promo code here for the rolls for 10% off. And don't you go dying on me now. Hey everybody, Card King Pro has got you covered with their new immense dice bag series. You can finally stop searching and start rolling. This is the only dice bag that holds up to 150 plus dice of all shapes and sizes. Never waste time looking for the right die again. Get 20% off immense dice bags with coupon PODCAST20 or follow the link in the description to this very podcast. And search them on Instagram at CardKingPro. All right, the Doom Goon pulls up, uh, slides into position. Uh, Monroe's got the thunder or the what is it the thunder cannon? I've uh, got the thunder cannon. I have. Okay. No, I thought you were on the infernal screamer. Nope, I've got okay. the cannon. Let me That's see. I have his nickname. I have it pulled up. <laughs> I'm on the thunder cannon. Yeah, no, no, I was on the thunder cannon before. I'll okay, go you to were the... on the screamer last time. Okay, but... well, does the screamer cause thunder damage? Because that's what I wrote down. Yes, it does. Forty ten thunder damage. Yep, that's me. Yeah, that's the infernal screamer. I'm on the infernal screamer. I'm on the thunder cannon. I'm an infernal screamer. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that's what it sounds like. Yes, yes. that was terrifying. So <laughs> yeah, so you point this torso with a stitched mouth right towards it. Uh, Monroe swings the thunder cannon, and Isidore's got a couple spells in her right. hands. Yeah, on my mark, unleash hell. Will do. And then, um, right before you guys attack, you like gear up and click all the buttons on, and you see this like tornado, this red tornado, oh, start forming right in front of the tower, and lightning strikes within it. It's this little mini contained storm and then it fades and you see this floating like stone creature with a massive hammer 
uh, and like these glowing red eyes. Oh damn! Oh boy! Um, it's like flowing quickly left and right around the uh, the zapper. This is uh, it's called a Dao. Oh shit! We might need to change targets. It's an oh. elemental. Um, okay, yeah, I'll change targets. Goes. Or we could just hit the tower and drive away. Or maybe the tower will fall on it. Here's this. Good idea. Let's not forget I have a wasp stinger in my bag. Yeah, too. don't forget that. That's that's, that's going <laughs> to that be killing blows. That's game changer. Yeah, look, I got one on my on my backside. Are you still wearing it? Yeah. Hey, can do you, by the way, do you know um uh, actually, it's probably not the best time to talk yeah, about this. Yeah, she's about this. <laughs> this creature's about to, to later. start yelling. We'll put a pin in that one. <laughs> start yelling. Later. <laughs> yeah, so can we like all shift our aim at her? Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, why do you wish to destroy the demon zapper? We want the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Give uh, us the unicorn. <laughs> Give us a unicorn, and the building will stay up. I am sworn to defend this structure, bound by a pact with Zariel. <gasps> I love Zariel. Oh, Zariel's great. She's great. <laughs> she's she's a minger. I ask you again. Why do you wish to destroy this structure? We really only want the unicorn, just because uh, it might give us cool things. <laughs> That's really it. You can it. have it back after if you want, but like we just want to ask it questions. Yes, quite the trophy. I mean, also imprisoning magical creatures is not real cool. That, well, that, that too. Nah, I'm <laughs> fine with it. I've slain many demons, but none of you are demons. That's no, right. No, you're right. She's quick. <laughs> I will be honest with you. I don't like this job. <sighs> All right, let's talk about it. Let's go ahead and sit down. Let's talk about this. Do you What's need going to on? tell us anything? And she goes, <laughs> like she flies up like really close. Oh, uh, oh beautiful. to the doom goon. Uh, she, yeah, she's kind of glorious looking. Just kind of like swaying back and forth, like red lightning crackling around her and wind. She's like, well, you see, my name is Ralzala. Hi, Ralzala. Hello. Hi. To put it simply, I swore loyalty to Zeriel to gain revenge against a rival Dao who tried to ruin me, to ruin my life. Now I, I wish I'd never made the bargain with Zeriel. And Aww. well, I know somebody who could get me out of the pact. <gasps> Ooh, who's this person? Is it the unicorn? She's called Red Ruth. Mm. She's a witch of the White Forest, the Bone Brambles. Being bound to the Demon Zapper, I, well, I'm unable to seek out this oracle, this Red Ruth myself. But I've heard tales her power. If you were able to go into the White Forest and speak to Red Ruth for me and make this happen for me, not only would I allow you to take this unicorn, but I also have certain sway with Zeria. Mm. Oh. I could direct you to Bell's Forge, write you a letter of introduction with Bell. <laughs> Yes. A very powerful being. I'm as in. I'm sure you know. Would this, with this white, with the red, what was the name of the red? Um, red witch. Red witch. Red, red Ruth. Ruth. Would, is she able to get out of, people out of infernal contracts? That is the rumor. She's a powerful, powerful witch. I like powerful beings. I think I might... want to meet Belle. I'm in. Very well. Then we have a deal. Yes. So is this, an, is this an actual contract? How do we know you're going to keep up your end of the bargain? This is not an infernal contract. I am tired of infernal contracts. This yeah, you and me both. is a deal between but between your group and between me. Uh, keeping our word. Our word. Mm-hmm. I reach out my hand. And uh, Ralzala reaches out hand. this huge stone hand. Uh, and she like deactivates the lightning on it. Presses it forth toward you. That shake. It's huge. Your hand is like tiny in this huge <laughs> thing. <But> yeah, <laughs> a big woman. Just... I like it. Mm. <laughs> she makes me My, feel small. What, what strong hands you have. <laughs> so, head even further north and a tad bit east, and you know you'll find it. And Lulu's like, I know where it is, guys. I know where it is. Perfect. So the I mean, bone brambles. It's a scary place. And between all of us, I've heard creepy things about this Red Ruth. Um, she sounds we'll, we'll talk lovely. about it on the way. We'll okay. Um, very well. Uh, thank you. 
Raul Zala for the opportunity to uh, help us and for us to help each other. She sort of just goes, she flies back towards the, the demon zapper and she twirls away, hiding herself once again. And so with that, you have a clear goal. Yes. And now we're going to we're going to go ahead and end our short session. What? Oh, what? No. I know it's a short one today. It's a short one. But we're back and we're reacquainted. We know what we're doing. Yes. I can now prep the the brambles uh the white forest in a, a just I have to do it justice cuz it's really cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm very excited for it. So, yeah, we'll do that next session. Woo. And for now, thanks for for tuning back in everybody. Yay. For, yes. We're back on it. We're going to finish this adventure and it's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. uh, they're going to go try and meet Red Ruth. Um, and it was just great being back. And you guys fell right back into character. Yeah, or or maybe you're just binging all of it. Right yeah, I mean. Yeah. For us. Again, it's been a while. for us. Yeah, <laughs> Some people, they might not even know. That's that good. I missed, I missed these characters. But thanks for listening to Here for the Rolls. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore Here for the Rolls. TikTok at underscore Here for the Rolls. And Twitter at underscore Here for the Rolls. Uh, where you can find all of our updates and things and you can head to patreon.com slash here for the rules to join in the support we would love it uh, we have low tiers as low as three which uh, we put our tiny hut talk on our, our after show where we dive in behind the curtain behind the dm screen talk about the session and yeah it's it's just fun it's fun it's there's one for every episode it's a gay romp yeah, yeah. it is a gay romp and so uh, <laughs> with that to two thirds no wait is it Two sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Two fits. Two fits. <laughs> yeah. We will we'll catch you guys in episode uh, 23. Or no, 22. 22. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye